man, it's December. New Jersey. It's gloomy as hell. I, I've been depressed. I had to think. I, I talked to Sean. I said, how can we get a smile back in everybody's face up around here? Well, one answer, the only answer, is the one that came to mind. We got to get us some Tennessee sunshine, baby. Right here tonight, a product of JPWA. He's burning it up. IWA all across the Indies. Yo, right here tonight, we got Billy Tipton. What's up, Billy? Hey, man. Happy to be here. Um, apologies in advance if y'all hear any barking. That's my dog. He's just mad at the world. Um, <laughs> they said it's it's cold, but it's not cold enough. Um, That's right. <laughs> yeah, I love having you here, bro. Uh, like, like Jeremy said, uh, anytime I think of you, it puts a smile on my face because you've always got a smile on your face and it's just contagious. Uh, great dude. And and you've been killing it, man, getting better and better uh, literally week by week at IWA. And uh, to see your progression has been really great. So I can't wait to talk about it. Oh, man, I've been trying. <laughs> Absolutely. You've been you've been really trying, Billy. And we, as we were talking off air, you know, you've been really logging the mile, so to speak, in the ring. I mean, as far as ring time goes, you're right up there with, with anybody at this point now, and especially those that have been in the business as long as you. Man, what I want to know about most, because what jumps off the page about you to me is your, your experience coming out and doing training at Jacobs Pritchard Wrestling Academy. And I've always been kind of intrigued because just as a fan, Dr. Tom Pritchard, you know, Glenn Jacobs, I mean, you hear about people coming out of that school. It, it, it's, it's jarring. I mean, it really opens your eyes up to a person. What was the experience like, man? I know you can't tell us specifics about the school, but just in general, you know, how was the experience? Um, so I thought it was great, man. It, so for anybody that's looked into the way Dr. Tom trains, you might've, you might've looked at his book and he doesn't exactly like stick, you know, line by line to that, but he's got a really specific way of just hitting the basics in mm -hmm. a repetitive manner so that it drills everything in to where you have a really strong foundation to where that muscle memory is very strong on simple stuff. And he just, he, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't teach you a lot of like fancy out of the ordinary things, but as far as like the standard moves that everybody knows, you come out of there very safe to work with nobody. I mean, I don't think anybody comes out of a wrestling school with no prior experience. Good, but you definitely come out safe. And I, beyond that, just like having that name behind you opens so many doors. Yep. And anybody who chooses to take it seriously after their initial school, because I mean, any wrestling school, I feel like it's going to have a handful of people that are just doing it for the fun of it. You know, the experience and they're, they're kind of just wanting to get their 12 weeks and then they're not going to wrestle again. But as far as that school goes, I think it's been like somewhere between one and four out of every class that they've produced has hmm. come out of it and work consistently. And is like, actually making a name for themselves and we've got guys all over the states at this point yep Thanks. yeah absolutely well and also well who was some of the people that was that was in the class with you um so hunter drake 
and mm-hmm. Tyler Franks both were in my class with me. They had worked a little bit beforehand, but I think they were just looking to kind of shore up their their fundamentals and to get that mm-hmm. Dr. Tom stamp of approval. And then uh, AJ Kazana was also in my class, and we're the four of that group that are still pretty consistently working. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and then, well, when you talk about, you know, especially Dr. Tom, uh, his, um, what's the word, uh, pedigree, I guess, his resume of, of people that he's trained. I mean, you know, when you think of The Rock and different things like that, like he's trained literally everybody, all the stars. Mm-hmm. And like, was there anybody, because, you know, we're all marks. Was there anybody cool that popped up uh, while you were training and, and like special guest type situations? Um. On a random Tuesday, I walked in and Bruce Pritchard was sitting there. <laughs> cool. <laughs> because uh, I guess Tom's nephew, Bruce's son, Kane, um, w- was in town visiting Doc for a couple days and had decided to come in and train some. And Bruce had come in to pick him up and was watching him and filming him working. So somewhere out there on uh, Bruce Pritchard's phone, there's footage of uh, Kane Pritchard doing drills with Hunter Drake. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, so I just I want to believe that Vince McMahon has seen Hunter Drake physically working drills with Kane, uh, <laughs> Kane Pritchard. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> and the fact that his name is Kane Pritchard. Well, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. I, I love that. I love that. I, I think if I remember correctly, I think it was because like he came up with the name. And so he I don't know. It's a weird thing. Hmm. <laughs> Nice, <laughs> Billy. I didn't even bitch at Hunter Drake yet. I I, I should have because I just saw him. New South did a show up here in New Jersey recently. But w- me and Sean were talking to Hunter, and there was a question at the time. Talladega Nights was still a thing, and we said to him, "Do you ever see the day when you guys will split up?" You know, and he said, ah, and "He gave such an affirmative answer that." <laughs> <laughs> that it would never happen. And then then I said something on social media promoting our show that, check it out, you know, the a member of Talladega Nights. And he wrote back and said, Dega Nights is dead. You know? <laughs> and I thought, oh, man, come on. I didn't know that was going to happen. But, yeah, I like I like Hunter. We, we like Hunter a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hunter, Hunter is one of my, my better friends in wrestling that I've been fortunate enough to meet. That's cool. He's a good dude. That's really cool. And my son is named Hunter as well. So I always, every time I talk to Hunter Drake, I always tease him. I like I like saying his name. <laughs> but you know, he's the age. See, I'm the, I'm the old guy. I'm I'm 43. I'm a college professor. So my students are your age. You know what I mean? <laughs> your age and hunters and stuff like that. So you know, I I kind of connect with you guys on a different level, I guess. And then Sean's like the the middle child, <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm the old I'm the I'm the old guy. Sean's the middle child, and then our student our 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 guests are the young pups, you know. <laughs> so, Billy, what? How long was it after you? I don't. I, I guess graduated. Is that you know? You have do you have a formal graduation at, at JPWA? Uh, yeah. So normally he'll partner, they'll partner with one of the, some promotion in the area for okay. a, a while. It was with my class, it was uh crossfire wrestling in Sevierville, Tennessee. Gotcha. Um, and so our, 
at the end of the 12 weeks, they'll pick like a Friday or a Saturday promotion and they'll just do an actual formal graduation. Sometimes the students will get to wrestle on that show. Sometimes not. It really just depends. Mm -hmm. So how long was it after that when you found yourself sort of in, in front of a live crowd? Was it there at Crossfire or was it somewhere else? Um, so I actually did a battle Royal two weeks prior mm -hmm. to the graduation. And then my first singles match was about a week after. We were talking about, and, and you had made the point to me off air about how, you know, ring time really says a lot, even more so than duration of time since you've been in the business, you know, and I think that's true, but if you can think about Billy Tipton then and Billy Tipton now, I mean, what are some of the what are some of the big things you know that you've learned that you've, that you've they've changed that you feel like have evolved in your game from then until now? Um, well, now I actually know how to like do some stuff mm -hmm. that's not just like this really standard, very basic uh, fundamentals. But outside of that, like I just I. I think I just, I know how to approach things a bit better depending on who my opponent is. Because like when I first came out of school, I, I mean, I had a very small handful of things I could do and it was all right. Um, how do I fit this into whoever I'm working? Mm -hmm. And I mean, at that point I didn't even, I don't know. I didn't even know how to move in a ring comfortably in front of people. Like, I mean, you could tell, when a guy's brand new, they're just awkward. They're uncomfortable. Right. And I still get that sometimes, but it, it, it's so, so less frequently. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, that it, it's, it's just like you said, it's that, that sort of ring awareness, you know, it, you guys make it look so easy and it looks so easy to the, just the fans eye, you know, once you're, once you're more veteran at it, but I can only imagine, you know, being in there and, and doing that and being, you know, as they, as they say, green or, you know, very, very fresh right out, of, right out of school or whatever. You know, I can only imagine. Mm -hmm. um, when did when did IWA happen, Billy? I mean, that's that's where I know you most from. You know, I, I've seen Billy tipped in so much in IWA. When did that yeah. door swing open? Um, so that whole thing happened. I rode to they were doing a, a two-show weekend leading it was actually the same weekend as new south hoss weekend okay and so iwa was running thursday friday i think and then new south was running saturday sunday if i remember correctly and so we uh i rode up with hunter drake and kenzie page to iwa and there was a battle royal the first night and ian said sure we'll throw them in and then the second night, um, it was like an eight-man opportunity in a box ladder match. And uh, I'd never done any kind of gimmick match before, so I, I was just kind of dumbfounded as to how, to how to act in that. But they tossed me in it and then pretty much told me, like, hey, it, we, we have a spot for you whenever you show up. And I just kept showing up, and they gradually started to trust me with more and more. And, I mean, they've – it's been a year, man. Like I, I, they have put me in so many situations that have helped me learn so much. 
Right. Yeah. That, that's crazy. When, when was that that you made your debut? Was it like February? Yeah, I think it was the first week of February. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, it's really only been like a year, but I feel like you've done so much in a year. But going back to what you were talking about and, you know, feeling comfortable in the ring, like IWA is definitely a place to help you hone that and, and get comfortable moving around and, and doing things. And um, and then, like you said, you had never been in any kind of gimmick match and your second match was a ladder match. You know what I mean? So, hmm. um, but uh, what what are some of like because like you said it, it was no time you were you know getting not necessarily thrown to the wolves but like thrown in some really you know against some really dope opponents uh, you know what was some of your early favorite matches I remember some good ones against like Zodiac and definitely Jake um, early like whenever you first started at IWA yeah uh, Zodi really took care of me he's he was a great intro to working singles up there. Um, I mean, there were, there were a handful, um, Jake, I, uh, what I would give to work Jake again, like knowing what I know now, but just looking back on it, like he, I mean, he got me through it. Not me, not really knowing what I was doing mm. just because he's that good. And he made it look yeah. like I knew exactly what I was doing. Same thing. With, I mean, you'd see it with, um, the, I got to do a triple threat with Eric Dillinger and Larry D. Uh, I want to say that was middle of summer, and that was just a ball. Yeah, like, man. I, I showed up like 10, 15 minutes before bell time on that, and it somehow turned out great. Mm. Nice. Yeah, we're big fans of Eric Dillinger here. <laughs> so, and, big of ones. course, so, uh, I'm yeah. sure. Dang it. What are your thoughts on them, man? I mean, Dillinger, because I, I mean, Sean and I, we really think that this is Dillinger. This, he's one of the ones where 2022 already has his stamp on it in my book. You know, I think it's going to be among other people, surely, but him for sure, it's going to be his year, too. I, Eric Dillinger is such a great combination of a really good worker and also a genuinely good human being mm-hmm. just one of those guys that like i will i will try to try, try to pitch to promoters any opportunity i get mm. and it, it i don't know I, like every time he i see him get put in a situation where it's like all right man make mm. the most of it he goes way above expectations mm-hmm yeah agreed uh, and we say the same thing all the time i mean he He's so badass, but just as a person, and when we talk to him, I mean, couldn't be a, uh, he just, he, he just is a amazing dude, you know, he's, he's a real one. And sometimes, you know, you, when you meet those real ones, you know, you, and I always thought Larry D was one too, you know, what are your thoughts on him, man? You were telling me off air that how, you know, Larry is kind of a night off. He's so good. Yeah, Larry D is he's easily one of the one of the top five workers I've been in the ring with. Like mm. he is I go out of my way even just to get feedback from Larry because even if he just watches a match that I'm in for, you know, a third of the match, he'll give me some kind of note that'll help me improve. Hmm. Larry, he is so uh, he is 
he's really, really good at working as a big man, but he knows how to do stuff outside of that. Like he knows how to, he's the first person to really kind of get me to understand that you need to be working towards moments and like building around moments and how you can actually like get a lot more mileage out of that. And I, mm-hmm. I just, he's another one that like any, any chance I have to learn from him or any chance I have to like, to work with him, I'm all over it. Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, another vet that, uh, that you've been in the ring with, actually, I think it was uh, very shortly after that three-way, wasn't it, was uh, Davey Richards. Uh, what was no. it like getting in the ring with Davey, man? I know we've talked about it before in the past and, uh, and how much that meant to you. It was – I didn't fully understand just how much there were levels to this until I got to wrestle Davey. Hmm. He, uh, he was, like, making – I'll say, like, polite conversation mid-match. And you would have never been able to tell. Like there was, there was a point even where like I hooked him for a move, and he started he started like struggling. Like he would he was he turned me ninety degrees, and made it look like he was legitimately just fighting on letting me do the move. Turns me ninety degrees, goes this will look better on hard cam. Now go, <laughs> and it was just such an offhanded. Like he didn't even have to think about it. it God. Yeah. It, yeah. And what's weird is like I talk to other people that I consider to be like way better than me that have wrestled him and they say the same thing. Hmm. And it's just it, it's I realize that there are so many different directions that you can like specialize in hmm. over the course of your career. And, you know, however, it doesn't matter who you are. If you've been working 20 years, you're generally going to be really advanced in at least one area. And just the stuff that he's advanced in is just so far he, oh my god, he's just so good. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, that is probably the single match that I've learned the most from. And I think after that, I don't think any match since then has like really gotten me genuinely like nervous, nervous. Hmm. Hmm. So, question like that I like to ask people. Um, and, and this will kind of segue actually into, um, another topic that I was going to ask you about, uh, as far as like, you know, what made you want to do this, you know, and, and all this stuff like that. But while, while we're on the topic of IWA, did you watch any IWA growing up? Um, I mean, uh, honestly, no, I wasn't, I didn't really pay any attention to the Indies. Don't feel bad. Cause I didn't either. So I, yeah, I wasn't well, aware of IWA until I started at IWA. And then I went back and, and fell down the rabbit hole and I oh, was yeah. like, yo, what did I miss? You know what I'm saying? I think around the time that they were talking about TPI 2020, I was like, okay, I'm going to start looking into this and start researching it. And then that's when I went down the rabbit hole and I just realized like the sheer magnitude of the history there. Right. Um, but I didn't growing up, I didn't watch any indie wrestling. I my family was a WCW family when I was young, young. And then when they went under, I my we kind of got away from from watching wrestling. I got back into it a little bit with uh Zach Ryder when I was in high school. Um, when he was on his big Long Island IC <laughs> grabbing brass ring and then getting shoved off the uh the stage in a wheelchair by my mayor. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, 
and then I got away from it for a little bit because I I did a little spell in the army and I just didn't have time to focus on that type of stuff. And I want to say it was, uh, it was fall of 2018. Um, WWE did a tribute to the troops at Fort hood in the unit that I was in, like in, it was in our hangar. And I had to go, I had to get up at like 5 AM to move a black Hawk so that it could be in the background for like three shots during that show. It was ridiculous. And I ended up staying at ringside. And so I was ringside for that, uh, that show. And it was, I mean, it, don't get me wrong. Like it, it was, it was good wrestling, but it was pretty much all tag matches because they were trying to save their guys because they had a SmackDown taping at night. But I, uh, I'd gotten away from being a fan at that point, but that that's what hooked me was that show. Like some of the, just the athleticism and the, I, it, they hooked me. And so then I got back into being a fan and I, I was like actually watching the product again and listening to podcasts and just, just deep diving on wrestling and, and fast forward to like that following January. And I was in, um, in the desert in, uh, it was, a, it was a training rotation out in California. And I had about a year left of my contract in the army and, I was thinking about it and I was like, what do I, do I want to stay in? Do I want to get out? And I was like, well, why don't I try being a wrestler? And, and then it just so happened that I, like, I wasn't entirely certain how to do, or how to go even go about that. And JPWA was just opening up near my hometown around this time. But, um, strangely enough, on our way back from that training rotation, we spent the night in Phoenix, the night of the Royal Rumble that year. And I ended up going to Dolph Ziggler's comedy show and stayed for the meet and greet. And I was like, hey, how do I be a wrestler? <laughs> and he was like, just find a good wrestling school and they should point you in the right direction. And I was like, cool. And nice. it just I was talking to my brother about it. And he was like, yeah, they, they opened up JPWA nearby. And so then I just started working out and trying to get in good shape. And shortly after I moved home, I started at uh, JPWA. Wow. That's incredible, man. Uh, well, first and foremost, thank you for your service. Okay. Uh, how long were you in the army for? Seven years. Seven years. Wow, that's, man. That's about how long my little brother was in for. I think he was in it for about six. And you said you were in hood also. Yeah. Yeah. I spent man. the end of my career at Fort hood. That's yeah. Same with my little brother. And, uh, and actually, uh, I had gotten out of a bad breakup and moved down to Colleen and lived with him for about a year. So, like, I experienced that whole town and everything. It's There's not really much to do in Colleen, uh, but I love it? Texas just in general, though. So, What year was that? <laughs> oh, that was, let's see, 2013. Okay, yeah. No, that was, that was a little bit before my time there, but. 12, 13. So, but, yeah, I, I worked at the, uh, the the coffee beanery right over there by the subway and all that. Yeah. Yeah, you know I'm talking about yeah, yeah. It, that was, yeah, man. I loved Colleen. It was a cool little, cool little town. Uh, you know, not much to do, like I said, but uh, Close you know, we get the best out of it. What the 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 cool thing about Colleen is the lakes in that area. Oh yeah. Oh, so, to hang out and swim and all the quarries and stuff like that. Um, and then of course you know Austin isn't far and Dallas is a couple hours and then you can get to the beach in a couple hours. So 
about three hours, I think. So, but yeah, it's it's crazy. It's cool. I, I didn't realize you had hood. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> Billy, I second what Sean said. Thank you for your service, man. It means so much to us. And Sean and I are really both passionate about thanking you guys and and realizing that you guys are real-life heroes, you know. I mean, Max Recon, referee Max Recon, A.J. Kissinger, helped us start a new a new thing this year. We did a Veterans Day episode with him. And next year, we want to have more of you guys on, you know, more of a, a kind of a panel-type deal. And mm-hmm. so we'll be hitting you up. Sweet. When that comes. Yeah. That's cool, Absolutely. man. Yeah. That's awesome, Billy. So, so Billy, I mean, yeah, you know, the matches you've had, just spectacular. Yo, I was looking through your matches and your match listings, and I, I consider myself to be a pretty big action wrestling fan. I did not know. Of course, I, I, I never really watched their Next Up series. You know, I haven't watched much of those. And I noticed you did one, man. How? Yeah. What was the experience like being there in Tyrone? Was that your only time? Um. So that's so far. That's been my only time okay. at an action show. Um, I intend on going down more and doing some of the the seminars and the next steps that they do. Cool. I'm, I'm hoping to eventually get on their main card of, uh, at some point. But Matt Griffin, their promoter, is. Mm-hmm somewhat involved with uh TWE yep and he helps out a good bit up there and I've met him through that and he uh that next up show it's what what I like about it is you're getting you get immediate feedback after your match from people who are signed to major companies and who are or at the very least or are doing this full time mm-hmm. and generally they pick you know one or two people from those next up shows and they do get on the main on the main show that evening and so like it's a, it's a really fun experience because it's it's just a bunch of guys there you know on a chance or taking a chance right and betting on themselves yeah oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. i mean that entire like action locker room is just it's oh. they're i mean their roster stacked yeah. but everybody around in and around that show is just so nice and it's just they're very mm. happy to be involved with wrestling and it's really yeah. just a fun environment mm-hmm. yeah and that's a dope promotion man i that's a place i would love to see you i think that you know that that is one and every show you know is affiliated somehow with a charity and i think that a stigma a lot of people have is oh it's for charity oh that means it probably isn't really that great they've really changed that <laughs> with action i mean the bangers they put on i really haven't i really can't say that i can point to a bad action show oh no they, <laughs> yeah they're awesome they they're very they're very careful and deliberate with how they structure the card and how they they curate the matches and mm-hmm. like, it mm. it is it is easily one of the best run shows that i've been around i mean they I'm trying to think actually. Um, I I feel like the majority of their roster are like at least upper mid carters on pretty much every other show they work on. Sure. And that I think that kind of you see it in the end product. Yep. 
a lot of, and we were talking off air too about some of the, because you're from such a, a top-notch, credible trainer and training school, we were talking about some of the other ones and WWA4, man, with AR Fox, his roster, some of his, his trainees are all up in that roster. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I've had the fortune to work a handful of those guys, and they've all been I've not I've not found a dud. No. No. And from a fan perspective, I haven't either. I haven't I have had so many A4 people on the show, uh, even before Sean and I got together. You know, James Bandy was one of my first guests, and on down the A4 guys, Bobby Flacco, and and you know, I just I love them all. You know, I'm in love with the talent. And uh I think that was where I started to really figure out that if you look at the trainer, you know, the credibility of the trainer, it's, it, there's a high, there's a good chance that the people they're pumping out are going to have a good base, you know, good foundation. Like we said off air, I mean, it's up to you guys, right, to make it happen, but you've got that foundation, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, everybody's got a different training philosophy. I, I think different i mean different people learn different ways i really enjoyed the way that tom teaches where he will kind of just encourage you to quit on yourself mm -hmm. and he'll get you that out and he'll let you take that out and he'll dangle it over your head and encourage you like all right go ahead go ahead quit go ahead stop mm -hmm. and basically just forces you to self-motivate mm -hmm. because i mean in a way nothing really happens on the indies without self-motivation mm. from what i've seen after yeah yeah. So true. That's very true. Yeah. You have to want it. You know what I mean? You have to want to show up. Oh, yeah. Billy, while we're in the, the South area there, I mean, and you mentioned Matt Griffin and TWE. Dude, man, Brett Eisen's one of my favorites, and you, you've been in the ring with Brett. How was that? What are your memories of being in the ring with Brett Eisen, the big, big man, Pitbull? So... Brett Eisen is one of the guys that if it wasn't for him, I would have been, I would have drowned whenever I went up to IWA and whenever I started like pushing in the Midwest. Sure. Um, he, I mean, he is for great, for, for young guys like myself that actually want it. He is such a good person to have in the locker room. Cause he's really, he's, he's just helpful. Like he is, He'll give you strong feedback and he will drag you to places that you're not sure that you can be there and show you that, yeah, you can get comfortable here. Cool. And the first time I wrestled him was uh, at um, a promotion in Crossville, Tennessee called Resolute Wrestling. Oh, and okay. It's, I, I'm fortunately, I've been able to be in the, involved with a handful of different things that he was in. Um, there as far back as like last fall i was in like a a four-on-four -four tag where i was on his team it was like a survivor series style match and i've gotten to wrestle him i think at least twice there and then once at twe and it, every time i've gotten to wrestle brett it's been it's been a blast um he is so easy to work with and just I, you can tell that he he really really cares about what he's doing and about like the impact that he's leaving. For sure. Yeah. I haven't even wanted to face it, Billy, that, you know, he's stepping away. Cause I mean, I've been, I've been a huge fan of his from 
almost from day one. And he was one of my early guests, and I just, you know, was tracking, was tracking the pit bull. You know, I, I knew he was just, he was going to go places, and he really did. You know, I mean, just from being in the ring with Eddie Kingston and B Boy and Matt Tremont, and you know, some of the major names that he, he, he's wrestled, and you know, and then he's he's going to step away. I don't know if he's ever said the R word, but you know, he's going to kind of shut it down for a while. And I haven't even really wanted to acknowledge that, you know, it's sad to me. I think, I mean, I, I think Brett has some things he needs to take care of and I sure. think it's really important that he gets that, that stuff sorted out. And honestly, I mean, he's earned that break. Yep. He's earned he like every bit of rest and every bit of time away he gets, he, he deserves yeah. Obviously I'm looking forward to seeing him come back and I can't wait. And I I can't wait until I can have the kind of match with Brett that hmm. I've seen him have with some other people. And he'll oh, be, yeah. he'll yeah. be around. I'm sure he'll be keeping his eye on the scene and I think he's hmm. gonna be possibly helping out with uh some things here, some bits and bobs here and there. I'm not going to give too much detail away on that because I, I don't I don't know any specifics, but sure. But he'll be around. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. He uh, he definitely alluded to it at the uh, most recent at that KOBK show that we were both at. So he uh, and and I think he even mentioned too that he is it's not goodbye. You know what I mean? It's see you later. So oh yeah. But, but yeah, yeah, Brett, man, he's a special dude, very special dude. From the first time that I saw him, not even really knowing him, you know, when he comes out, um, he doesn't have to do much, but just everything he does matters. Hmm. And uh, yeah, he's he's an awesome professional wrestler. Guys, talk about that show, man. I, I haven't had a chance to see it, the KOBK show that you guys did. You know, I'm excited to see it. Billy, who'd you work down there and what was your, what was the experience like? So it will, um, as far as I know, it will be on IWTV here before too terribly long. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I, my planned match changed several times and I was pretty happy with what ended up happening. Um, I worked a tornado tag match. I was representing team uh, Big Stark's brand mm -hmm. with Braden Lee against uh, the original Wasted Generation of Sean Christopher and Kevin Ryan. <laughs> wow. They got back together, huh? That's cool. Well, it, it was a one-night-only thing. Sean also has some stuff he's got to take care of. He's taking yeah. some time away. Yeah. And so it was just they were trying to send them out with a, with a bang. And I had been wanting to wrestle Sean for a long time. Sean had been wanting to wrestle me for a long time. I, I think he actually asked for, for that. And um. Braden was spectacular. Kevin Ryan is huh. um, an absolute madman. <laughs> I know. Everybody's I, awesome in that I, match, man. I can't wait to see that. It. So I was, I was a bit uneasy about the whole no ring thing. Mm -hmm. But once we got going, it was so much fun. Yeah. And that crowd was so into it. And it was, oh, it was, it is one of my favorite matches that I've had easily and i i'm just it was really cool that i got to kind of finish off my year with that and also that ended up being uh match 150 for me oh that's awesome which wow. is pretty cool so yeah. I, I 
couldn't have asked for a better a better way for that that to have gone, especially with the ring breaking like three hours before the show. Like right. it, everything went so well despite that. It was if you well, look at that entire card, like everybody saw the no ring challenge and interpreted it in a different way. And I think mm-hmm. that you'll see that whenever people watch the show back. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, and, and you talk about that crowd, uh, they made it easy off, easy to feed off of their energy and it, you know, raised the energy in that, um, <laughs> on the mat in the pit, whatever you want to call it situation that had happened. Uh, like you had said, and anybody, any anybody tuning in who hadn't heard about what had happened, the, there was a, a whole entire seminar that happened in that ring. They had practice matches and everything, um, and no issues. But when they went to go take the the, the canvas off to put the other canvas on for the show that was going to happen that night, um, <laughs> a freak just accident i guess you want to call it had happened and uh a, a beam a metal beam on the ring and ended up breaking um and then we tried to get a replacement ring in there um but there was no way to make it happen in the amount of time that we needed it um and so literally we ended up just setting up the um the pit <laughs> like we did uh with the mats on the ground um and mm. <laughs> brett here's here's how cool of a dude Brett is just not to step on so well Brett and Moe's both to not step on toes they they went out of their way to try and get a hold of Danny DeMonto <laughs> for the blessing uh-huh. cool. uh, and they even say that at the beginning of the show um how you know we we caught our friends over at ICW you know because it might look like something that just happened here not too long ago uh but you know, we had to roll with the punches, so to speak. <laughs> so, uh-huh. but, uh, but yeah, we, we ended up calling struggles to, to call Danny cause we couldn't get a hold of Danny. Danny was driving at the time. Uh, tank had got there not, you know, shortly after. And, uh, and tank was like, well, F it, I'll call him. <laughs> and so hmm. tank was calling him while <laughs> Mose was trying to call struggle. Like it was, it was a whole thing. And, and Danny was like, what the hell's going on? The whole entire South is calling me. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> that's classy though nowadays you know a lot of a lot of people i i could see a lot of promotions not really thinking to do that you know that was a really it was a really good move i think mm. you know they they <laughs> guess they they didn't need the blessing but it's important to get that and it's uh because yeah i was thinking sean as you were saying it and and billy you know i mean sean's forte now is kind of the no ring <laughs> you know sean's always roughing not in a ring yeah, it was, it was funny because there was a few people that were making jokes um, when when we had set it up. Uh, you, know, um, you know, guys like Moe's and uh, even Brett and, and Dylan Hales and a couple of guys were making jokes like, oh, well, <laughs> you're right at home, aren't you? <laughs> so, yeah, for real. No, but like is- you said, though, everybody had, had accepted the challenge and like Billy had said, everybody accepted the challenge like in their own you know, different way. Um, and everyone went out there and delivered. Um, and it was such a special show, but I tell you, uh, the, the, the main event, so emotional. Oh man, definitely got to check that show out when it drops. Billy, how did, 
I'm so excited because I've been an on-point wrestling fan since that promotion really got going. And among other things, I mean, that's the promotion that kind of saw the rise of Joey Janela, you know, and now you see him in AEW. And he's had, he had a lot of guys that are now big stars, you know, in their early, early days. I mean, he was, he booked EYFBO, um, Angel Ortiz, and I, I forget exactly their names on the, on AEW, because I, I really watch only indies, but, you know, they were EYFBO. And he had them in and out of on point rings. So to see you in there, because he's always focused on that young talent like you, you know, and someday when you're big, it's going to be, yeah, well, he was in on point, you know, uh, years back or whatever. How did the door swing open for you at on point wrestling? Um, I mean, I, as much as I'd love to, to try to say that I'm, you know, really good at getting myself booked more than anything. <laughs> just uh, John Wayne Murdoch, actually, um, he vouched for me. They had a they had an opening due to some some changes. Their their last brain trust show, um, I think Reed had to pull, and so they moved Satu to tag doing the uh, the deathmatch tag with John, and they let me. John like really went out on a limb for me to get me into the four way that Satu was in, and. I mean, I guess I just made a good a good enough impression that they want me back. And honestly, I, I couldn't be happier about it. I really enjoy working for that place. Like the New Jersey crowd is just so different than what I get to deal with down south. And it it is so much fun. I can't wait for their show on the 8th. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me, man. Me neither, man. Yeah, it's really cool that, you know, you're, you're involved there. And, and I certainly think that once now you're, you know, two shows back to back, it's going to keep rolling rolling there at on point you know because with loudy with the booker i mean just from watching him and the way he has booked shows through the years i mean once you get in there you're not you're, you're probably not going anywhere until you say you're not so yeah you know, i think i think i think i'll be seeing you up here in jersey thankfully for some time to come man i hope <laughs> yeah me too man me too. I I would love to like. I'm always looking to to expand out. Um, I mean, my my number one priority right now is just to get better, like as a wrestler. But anytime an opportunity presents itself, I I try to make sure to jump on it as quickly as I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, very true, man. Uh, you've hopped in quite a few cars, and I've seen you at shows just to help out, and uh, you know that's what you got to do to end up getting a spot, man. And that's literally how it happened with on point. And, and well, just with that Jersey crowd in general. Billy now with, with IWA kind of slowing things down, you know, not, not their choice, but they have to slow things down right now because of the situation there in new Albany. So things are slowing down for you right now, but what else is on the calendar, man? I know we've got that January 8th date for on point. What else have you got on um, the calendar? So I've got I've got some stuff coming up with uh, 127 Pro Wrestling here in Grimsley, Tennessee. Oh, cool! Uh, and let's see, I'm I'm going to continue to work for TWE in uh, in Chattanooga. Awesome! I've got uh, Crossfire Wrestling over in Sevierville, Tennessee, is still. Um, 
is still they're still running pretty consistently. I think about once a month, and I'll be wrestling for them on. Hang on, let me double check the date. The twenty first. Yeah, the twenty first of January. That'll actually be in my hometown of Maryville. I'll be. <laughs> I've got a, a show the week prior to that on the 15th in Maryville as well um, for RWA. I've got, let's see, I should be going back to Missouri in the next couple of months for ICWA. That was in Republic on the 11th was the last time I was there with them. But, uh, man, I'm just trying to stay busy. I'm just trying to keep my schedule filled and, like, Whenever I have a chance to travel and get out of the area, I'll take it. But I'm just trying to get consistent work in because I feel like that that's right now that's what's gonna help me more than anything. Mm-hmm. Billy, I didn't ask you about the crowd at T in in the in Chattanooga there, because I mean that and I wanted to. So I'll ask now because that, that's such a special place to me. You know, I've been I've been in Chattanooga for Scenic City Invitational for a couple of years now, and you know I've been in that TWE arena, and it's such a such a cool vibe, man. Well, what did you think of working in front of those people? Um, I mean, I've been there pretty consistently for since I say middle of this year, mm-hmm. um, and so I mean they're they're fairly there's some carryover with a couple of the other promotions I work in the area, but it's it's a family show. Yeah. And so, I mean, like there's, there's definitely that environment to it and it's cool because like they'll bite on a lot of standard Southern style, but they'll mm-hmm. also get into a bit more of a hard hitting indie style match. Sure. And so you kind of just have a little bit more room to play there and they're, they're, it's, they're not, by any means the toughest crowd i've worked in front of but it's a good place to to try to work out and like try different things and i mean it's it's a really fun crowd yeah it's, it's got that mix of like you said the the indie they, they like the indie shit but then they're tennessee too at the same time you know what hmm. i mean oh yeah uh, so uh definitely a fun crowd to work in front of that um that uh icw pit fighter show was just crazy and then kobk uh that show was just as fun as well as two times that i've been down there so i i love working in front of that crowd just because uh they get into everything i feel like um and i mean it's great action to get into but at the same time it's like man they're such a fun crowd to work in front of Uh, another one that that i wanted to bring up and, and ask you about though too that uh, we, we got to show love to is uh, is New South. Mm. Uh, you've done quite a bit of stuff down in New South. And when you had brought up, you know, your opponents at the most recent KOBK show, it made me think of it. So uh, how did the door open for New South and uh, and all that stuff down there? Um, so I actually haven't really done anything with New South in the last, like, six months or so. Uh, I did a couple of dates for them back mid-summer, I believe it was. I can't remember the exact. I'd have to check my calendar, but, um, but originally I just, I was, when I first started, I was riding down to new South with, uh, either I would either ride down with like Hunter and Kenzie or Dylan McQueen and 
they they put me on a couple smaller spots here and there, and then they kind of like let me have my my audition of sorts. And uh, I I mean I'd love to go back anytime. Like they they have a really fun like their lock. They have a lot of really cool people in their locker room, mm-hmm. and they have such a high production value relative to most other shows on the indies that like I obviously I'd love to to do any work for them if they'd have me. For sure, man. Yeah. Same here. I, I love what they're doing and, and I love, you know, keep watching their progress because I feel like uh in the last, you know, two to three years they've really grown quite a bit. Like you said, the production value is off the charts. Oh yeah. And a lot of that and I, look, I'll say it now on record for everybody, uh TJ and TJ Burks, he's not hard to find on social media. That man is a wizard, and you can't convince me otherwise. Like, <laughs> it, be it a picture, a video, it does not matter. That guy is is on it, and it, it tur- whatever he does turns out immaculate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and here's the synergy, Billy. I mean, New South just did a show up here in Westville, New Jersey. They It was some kind of a – I forget why they were here. I don't think they did a good job publicizing it. And I'll say that I said that to everybody who would listen because I was telling Cabana Man Dan at the show, I'm a big New South fan. And I didn't even know you guys were coming. Somebody else told me. And so I said, that should tell you something. I should have known. But um, but I, regardless, though, they, they had a good show, pretty good turnout. But I guess it was something to do with uh, a dice game or something they're doing up this way. We got to have more information on that on the podcast, but there's some kind of new game out and it's a dice game and the new South roster is on that game. So they were here to promote that, I guess, but it's in the same building that you're going to be in on January 8th, Westville. Yeah. So kind of neat. Huh? That's funny how that works. I had, yeah, I didn't really know about the dice game. I just, I thought it was, they were just doing a, a show in conjunction I thought they did some stuff with Camp Leapfrog guys up there for that that show up there, but I want to say there was. Uh, they, I want to say you're right. I but I mean I didn't hear I didn't hear that of that connection with that promotion, but there were definitely uh, guys that are affiliated with that. I I know so it was cool. It was a good it was a good show, and and you know it was very good for the fact that two of their two of their main guys. I mean, were both. Uh, both had travel problems. Derek Neal, oh yeah, and Adam Priest couldn't make it. So, you know, yeah, and two, uh, of, two of their big players, you know, yeah. I that obviously the the tornadoes that took place around that time frame that was a, a pretty upsetting situation for everybody. Yeah, involved. Um, yeah. But the I mean the cool thing about it is is it like that the New South brass the uh the higher ups decided to to take those positions and give those opportunities to to some younger talent and yep yep I think, uh because wasn't it it was i believe hunter drake and tyler franks filled in those spots right yeah yeah and i'm sure and those guys i i have zero doubt in my mind that they stepped up the occasion oh yeah those guys are great i mean they you know they're not only are they as you i mean the reason why uh, you know, my my eyes got drawn right to you, JPWA. They've got that in their in their pocket, but they're really good as well. And they've only just begun. You know, it's a it's a high ceiling on those guys. So, no doubt, man. 
Yeah, next time you talk to Hunter Drake, ask him about his indestructible hollow bird bones. (laughs) (laughs) I will, man. I believe it. (laughs) I believe it. (laughs) Billy, what are your goals, man? Besides, you know, obviously you've you've said it. Um, Just trying to continue to get as much ring time as you can. But, I mean, do you have big big picture goals or are there places that you want to see see yourself in the future um yeah i mean like right now i'm not trying to get so i'm i'm not trying to to get so focused on the destination that i i i miss the journey altogether but sure my main my i mean my singular goal in wrestling is to be eventually become a main event talent in a major company cool and that's which company i don't know depend i mean who depends we'll see where I end up, but, um, and I mean, in the meantime, like I said, I, I'm what my goal is, is because I, I mean, and I'll be, I'll be realistic about it, especially like, cause I'm not, a, I'm not a giant by any means. And so people, my size don't get a terribly high number of looks at the higher levels. And so my goal is that whenever I do eventually get that look, it's not a, why is this guy here? It's a, where has this guy been? Hmm. I and love that. That's that's good. I love the way you put that. So I'm just trying to make the best of it until then, and I'm 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 just trying to have fun and hmm. turn into a good wrestler. Hell yeah, man! That that's a dope. Oh. That's a dope saying. I mean that it, yeah. that to me is like what those are the the people that <laughs> I like to have on the podcast with Sean and myself. The people that I say where where has this guy been? You know, <laughs> so and look at and and that's why you're here, no doubt. So yeah, yeah, and then also too at the same time, that's literally the same reason I got in the business to have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, one day it'd be great if I could make this into a full time, you know, job somehow or whatever. Um, but at the same time, I'm trying to have as much fun as possible. And there's so much stuff going on out there that you know makes that possible. You know. Oh yeah. And I mean, obviously, I, I do want to get to a point to where I don't have to have a day job and I can just wrestle for a living. Um, mm-hmm. But, I, you know, it, that's it's going to be a little while on that. And I'm OK with it. I'm not I'm not trying to rush into that. I mean, you all know how indie wrestling is like the, the money comes eventually. But you just got to work for it. Mm-hmm. And, but it, without a doubt, I will say that wrestling is up to this point and i don't see it changing anytime soon the single most fun thing i've ever done same here that's awesome i guess that's that's the ultimate goal of life almost you know to be able to do something that is so much fun you know it doesn't feel like you work i mean well my you know i i'm a college professor and that's what i always wanted to be and I love what I do. Never felt like I worked a day in my life, you know, and, and I think that that's, uh, that's the kind of thing, you know, that you're saying there with that, you know, if you can make your, make your complete living off of being in the ring, I imagine that would be a dream come true. Mm -hmm. So Billy, can we get any merchandise, man? Is there any Billy Tipton merch out there we can buy? Uh, there is currently it's not, um, on any websites or anything you just have to dm me for it but i've got i've got shirts stickers wristbands and pictures um available 
So if anybody wants to get any of that, you can just reach out to me, DM me on uh, Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and uh, and we'll get that sorted out. And I normally have it with me if I'm at a show pretty much anywhere. Um, working on getting some new shirt, a uh, new shirt design here at the new year, but we'll see on that. Cool. Well, I can't wait to see you in New Jersey on January 8th. And, you know, my boys are big Billy Tipton fans too. So, you know, the, we'll, we'll come up and say, say what's up. No doubt. Oh, well, I really appreciate that. And I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting them. Awesome, also, Billy, go ahead and drop your, uh, your social medias. Uh, let people know where to follow you, find you and uh, where you're going to be at. Um, so Instagram and Twitter, it's just at, uh, TN Billiam. Um, and then I, yeah, Facebook is just, I just Billy Tipton. Um, and I guess the next place you can see me will probably be, uh, I believe if I'm not mistaken, isn't the, it'll either be in Grimsley, Tennessee or in New Jersey for that on point show. And that'll also be. I'm going to throw this out there for everybody that I believe will be a live stream on IWTV, if I'm not mistaken. Sweet. Awesome. Cool. Cool. Good deal. Yeah, I can't wait, man. And Billy, I, you know, thank you so much for coming on, man. It's been a real honor because you're, you're somebody that I've been wanting to get on here for a long time. So I'm glad you were here with me and Sean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're one of my favorite people, dude. So definitely yeah, glad you're here, man. Sean, you're you're absolutely one of my favorite refs to work with. So that means a lot. <laughs> For sure, man. Love working with you. So can't wait to see you again, bro. Likewise. And I, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Hell yeah, Billy. You, this won't be the last time. You gotta come back with us again in the future. And you know, like I tell all of our guests, it's like we're just gonna be sitting back, tracking your progress and saying, Yeah, yeah, we we had Billy on, you know, way back when. We'll look, we'll look smart as you keep, as you keep achieving, man. But I'm, I'm all for it. I'm on, I'm on the ride, man. I got my seatbelt on, so keep at it, Billy. Keep kicking ass. I appreciate that, and I'm happy to come back on whenever you'll have me. Sweet man, have a good night, Bill. All right, thank you. All right, brother.